the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of Eye on Real Estate, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and um, you're listening to Iron Real Estate. It's Scotty Herman, and I'm here with Stephen Ebert, who's our legal legal, and Stephen Moranis, who is our expert from Canada. And we're going to wrap up um, the subject that we were talking about, and that's affordability of housing. And we have the same problem in Canada as we have in the U.S. Affordability is tough. It's hard for people to... Um, you know, actually, we have we we've gone down in selling houses, so we haven't sold as many as we did during the pandemic. However, the prices really have not come down much. And so, our advice number one is: if you're looking, don't stop looking. You don't. You'd be surprised is that you might still find a very good deal if you're a seller. Work with the buyers. Like, that's kind of the way it's always been. Um, maybe you can offer some incentives. Maybe you can pay some of the closing costs. Um, maybe you can um, take back a small second. There's a lot of different ways. Then I would definitely explore mortgages because there are so many mortgages out there. You don't have to buy or get necessarily a 30-year conventional mortgage. As I said earlier in the show, most people don't even live in a house for 30 years. And so if you're versed and you go to the bank and you talk to mortgage brokers and you find out exactly what's out there, um, there's a lot of different mortgage instruments that you can use. Do you have any advice, Stephen and Stephen? Well, yeah, Dottie, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the housing industry is going to be with us. It's a fundamental building block of neighborhoods and communities and our countries. And the fact that we've got these speed bumps, you know, in front of us right now shouldn't be um, encourage us to stop driving along the road. And you're right. Keep looking. There may be some good deals. I think there may be sellers who creatively can assist buyers with financing or other costs related to the transaction. And, um, you know, I think uh, the first two quarters, in my mind, are going to be challenging. But I think uh, long term, three to five years, we're going to, you know, have a robust, uh, healthy real estate industry with a lot of a lot more activity that we that we've seen, unfortunately, in 22. Oh, I think so too. There's a um, 
there's something I just read from, I think it's from Fox Business. Harsh warning on U.S. real estate market issued. Americans need more housing. Um, and it's, it's talking about the fact that we really don't have inventory. It's not that people don't want to buy. Um, we don't have a lot of inventory. And why do you think that is? Well, you know, Dottie, I would make – I think the market right now is is, about, is similar to where we are after a holiday meal. You go into the holiday, your eyes are open at all the wonderful food, you eat the food, and you're like, I am stuffed, and I'll never eat again. And then all of a sudden, the next morning, you have breakfast. And I think the real estate market's the same thing, right? You have people who are at different points, and there's a little bit of a disjunction between buyers and sellers. There are buyers out there. Life does not stand still. They have housing needs. And there's pressures against pricing, rates, the markets, also equities that's affecting people's savings. But at the same time, sellers are saying, well, wait a minute. I've been down this road before. We've been through financial crises, terrorism with 9-11, other things going on, other shocks. And I want to be smart and sell for the right price. And while I'm not saying what the right price should be, but what I am saying on it is right now there is a distance between perspective of buyers and sellers, and that needs to be bridged. And when that happens, you're going to see quite a bit more activity. So my prediction on it is I think prices will overall hold. You know, you'll see some movement. I think you're going to see lower activity in the short term. And then what's going to happen is the log cam is going to break. And then as we go into, a, you know, the coming months later into the year, you're going to see a real increase in market activity. Right. And I just want to say that, of course, I think that housing is a passionate human need. Uh, by the way, if you've checked your rentals lately, it's not like you're going to get a bargain rental because rentals are way high. And that's why I feel that if you can get an opportunity and you're a buyer and you are in the market where you can get a, a, a decent price, you're never going to you're never going to time the market perfectly. I mean, there's no perfect market, and if you're not out there, it's work. Like it's work buying a house, it's work selling a house. Who the heck wants to fix their house every day, make it look perfect, have people come in and out all the time? It's a pain in the neck. But if you're out there, remember, there's not as many buyers and there's not as many listings. So, and everyone has different needs. You might find a seller that basically you could move in at the, you know, when they really need you to move in and they have a time, maybe they bought something else and you can make a deal. So don't, don't listen to like, oh, it's not a good time. Don't, if you're out there, continue to be out there. And as I tell sellers, if somebody, although we've had some uh, heat waves, I mean, didn't we have 51 degrees the other day? <laughs> although we're supposed to be in winter and it's cold, okay, and usually, even though I don't believe in such seasonality anymore, usually there's more buyers in the spring. Anybody that's out there looking now is probably pretty serious. So as a seller, take the time to get to know them. Do not ever say to your broker, oh, do not bring me anything that's under this price. Mistake. Just walk through it. And I'm, and, and I'm telling you, there are going to be very good deals that you can make 
So don't don't abandon the market and don't stop looking. Okay, you'll probably get some of the best deals you can now. Matter of fact, I'd be I'd rather buy now. I mean, look at the people. I was reading an article the other day, guys, that said that these people that bought, let's say, in 2021, around there, when when it was crazy, and they were paying God knows how much over, they were paying any amount of money. Oh, the price is uh, a million. Well, I'll offer a million two five, okay, because I just want to make sure I get this price. And I'll offer all cash. Okay, well, a lot of them are suffering now. So you don't want to overspend. You want to make sure that you spend within your means. Um, and as I said, there's a lot of different mortgages. You do not have to buy a conventional mortgage. You do not have to get it. And sellers, you can be accommodating and maybe work with them, you know, and, and maybe help out in some ways. But there's a lot of deals to be had. And I think today, actually, I'm looking right now. I think it's a great time to look. I'd rather look now than when there's 50 million people all overbidding. So that's my piece of advice. I don't know about you guys, and it doesn't mean it's right. We are always giving opinions um, for whatever they're worth. But Yeah, I always I, think I, it's smart to learn. I mean, because, look, you're, you're effectively investing in yourself, right? You, you, If you're just spending time in the market, yes, it could take time, and yes, it can be a little frustrating, but you're educating yourself, you're seeing where things are, and so that way you're ready for when the opportunity presents. Because when you start seeing those market reports and you see the news, they're all, they're all backwards-looking statements. They're all like a quarter behind. So you've already missed the uptick. So yeah, absolutely I, do your own homework. But what I really have a problem with is, and I'm just reading this as we're speaking, and it says, like, oh, U.S. suffering from the second biggest home price correction of the post-World War II era. Now, that sounds heavy. Now they go to say that there are some trends that we can see now when we go from interest rates of 2% to 3%, and now we're up to 7 Well, when I mean I'm I'm not that young. I've never seen two or three percent interest rates in my life until the pandemic. So to compare the rates now to the to the two three percent during the pandemic is almost to me like unfair. That's an anomaly that really never happened before. Did you ever see two percent rates or three percent rates in your lifetime other than two years ago? No, and 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 five and six and seven percent aren't high, but you couple that with a higher average price of a home with, um, you know, so the debt at a, at a, even a 7% rate, is, you know, compared to the eighties or nineties, or even the financial crisis in 2007, the monthly costs, the carrying costs and the affordability are out of sight. That's the problem. Well, yeah, but there's another problem that I think that people don't think about, and this is my opinion, and I'm going to stress that. Most people who own homes, unless you bought a home a year or two ago, you have your home 20 years, 10 years, 15 years, you're not going to lose money. You might not make the exact amount of money somebody did who sold it two years ago, so maybe... Instead of getting five seventy, you got five thirty. 
you still probably made money. I mean, people are acting like they're losing money. The only people that lose money in real estate are people that buy at the height of the market and they have to sell it at the wrong time. So if you bought, let's say, in 2022 and you paid $200,000 more than asking price and now you find you can't keep that house up and you have to sell it now, yes, you are going to lose money. But for most people, that's not the case. Yeah, and this gets back to the same, I think, question and concern, um, you know, they have before about affordability of housing. And I think that's part of it. And, and there's multiple issues going on. And, and I'll focus in on one for a second. And I think this is very important. Property taxes. I feel that municipal governments are expecting too much out of property owners to fund the budget. And... Where we're going, because we've seen such a growth in government spending, is look at the growth of property taxes next to other sources of revenue. And I understand why municipal governments an easy solution, because we're in an age where it's much more international, much more digital, and you can't move the real estate. So a lot of municipalities are saying, look, we're having trouble taxing these other sources, um, sales tax revenue, the thing. So let's hit up real estate, real estate tax on the property owners. But I think they're making a very big mistake over there because that will ultimately affect desirability. And if people then won't buy their homes by increasing the cost of property taxes, you're going to effectively force a higher percentage of people to be renters and they're going to pay a different way. And I think that's not good for society. And that that was part of the point that, that Steve Moranis was making earlier about some of the corporate owners of single-family homes in America. And I think they really need to take a very, very deep dive and look into this because they're making a very big mistake at the growth of property taxes. So so you think that, the, that, that, that well, y- yes. If you look at, look, if you look at everyone's dream, their dream is to pay off their mortgage, Okay. And so then you see these older people, they paid off their mortgage, and taxes are higher than their mortgage ever was. Absolutely. Look at New York City. More, a little over half the revenue coming in is from property taxes only. I mean, that, that's, that's a lot. It's too much. And how do you put that into yeah. an environment where you have pressure on commercial rents, right? You have an element of the work-from-home phenomena. How do you justify those taxes where the whole point is that you're creating an environment for people to come into business, yet look at the story of retail in Manhattan. It's soft, right? So if effectively, if I'm a consumer, right, and let's say the government is a corporation for a second providing me with a service of good schools, safety, clean streets, et cetera, I'm getting my money's worth. How are they creating the environment for for success? And they can't keep on saying, let's get a little more, right? That that line of, you can give a little bit more, you can give a little bit more. At some point, you do, you know, you do cause, you cause a problem. I mean, look at S.L. Green, right? One of the biggest private owners of commercial property in New York City. They made a statement a couple of months ago, we want to diversify our ownership 
and retweak what is our percentages of office properties versus other types of properties. Well, that in my mind is also a wake-up call to local government to say, wait a minute, how are we really setting the stage for a success for our business climate, which real estate is a critical part of? Well, you know, Stephen, the municipalities don't have many other levers. I'm not sure what it's like in the United States, but in Ontario, the municipal municipal act is such that City of Toronto or City of Ottawa they have to run a balanced budget. They can't go into debt like the provincial or state or federal government can. So City of Toronto, I think, is short right now, a couple billion dollars. You know, they put their, their hand out to the province and to, uh, you know, Ottawa, the capital, give us some money. And at the end of the day, their only lever to get money is probably raise the property taxes. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, the levers are limited. New York City ha- is a little unique in which it has more powers than other big cities in America. Uh, it does have a hotel tax, right? You have a portion of sales tax revenue. Um, but look, I-, I do agree also that there needs to be some subsidizing uh, of federal issues, right? Like, here's an example. Mayor Adams has gone to President Biden and has asked for an extra billion dollars for the cost of migrants being in New York City. And that's it's a it's a very it, that's a very obviously big political question, and and you're throwing in locally provided services for a national problem. So that's a bigger conversation, right? Um, and we have some unique issues. For example, all the diplomatic um, folks who are in with the UN. So there are some unique issues in New York City that way. But I, I think fundamentally, you sort of have to right size the government then. You have to say, okay, what's the level of service that we're providing? What makes sense for us to provide? And somehow sort of defer out. And and I think a good example of that that's worked well in New York City is some of the partnerships. Like there's the 42nd Street Partnership right around Grand Central that gives supplemental and extra services. So you have some of these business improvement districts that have popped up to really help fill that gap and sort of balance things out. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tricky question, but I think right. But I think the- I think Stephen, for what our average the average person wants to know, hey, where will home prices go in two twenty three? And I can only tell you in Zillow what Zillow forecasts and what I think. But Zillow forecasts that home prices nationally will be declined by one to four percent from last June's level which was the 2022 peak. Um, and that's not everywhere. That's only in certain places. Seeing prices that are staying flat to 1% or 4% down puts us at a much more bullish side for price changes or forecasters out there. He said, but there still will be tight inventory, as Steve, as both Steve's mentioned, and a strong, you know, demand to buy a home suggests that, Mortgage rates should drop a bit. There will be more that there should be more movement. Um, the National Association of Realtors projects prices will go up less than one. We don't see a lot of appreciation because we had so much in the last couple of years. And mortgage rates, the days of three and four percent mortgage rates, let me explain to you, are gone. Don't go looking for them. Um, 
But so November, I mean, I'm going to try to finish this, but November, they started to tumble, and hopefully they'll stay at this, this rate. I think we have a break, and then I'd like to finish with when will be a good time to buy Stephen, thank you for staying on. The second of two straight road games takes Syracuse basketball to Charlottesville, meeting a ranked Virginia squad. Tip-off Saturday at 5, Orange pregame at 4.30. On AM 970, The Answer, New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. MyPillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. The MyPillow per kale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes. Now on sale, for example, the queen size, regular price $89.98, now only $39.98 with your promo code. Order now, as there is a very limited supply. The MyPillow per kale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The MyPillow per kale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code AM970 to receive the MyPillow per kale sheets for as low as $29.98. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. That's 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. Director, GTM Strategy and Operations, New York, New York. Datadog, Inc., New York, New York, seeks Director, GTM Strategy and Operations to lead a team of strategy analysts and program managers focused on planning and improving sales functions, among other duties. Applicants should submit a resume by mail to employment positions at datadoghq.com. Reference number 21118.129, salary range 178 to 261,000, EOE, MFDV. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and you're listening to uh, the last half hour of Eye on Real Estate. And I just want to again tell you that, again, You've got to try this new skin line that I've told you about. Okay, uh, it's hemp leaf, and it's, first of all, there's nothing like it. I am trying it. I am finding it fabulous, fabulous for skin, fabulous, like it absorbs. I love the skin that just absorbs. You don't have to rub it 50 million times before it, it, it gets absorbed. My skin feels great, and I'm a big skin buff. And so I'm trying, I want everyone to try it. The Passion uh, Skin Cream and Vanilla, the, the Black Soap. And they're coming out with way more products, so I'll keep you posted. But if you want to take a good look, I would go to the website, www.hemplife.com. Now, I happen to be, uh, Daryl, I happen to be in Palm Beach for this week because I came here for Christmas. And, um, by the way, I am pleased to tell you, I put my Christmas tree up all by myself and feet. I am so proud of it. I wish you could see it because if I could, and it wasn't radio, I would show you a picture. I'm very proud of myself. 
But I'm in Palm Beach now, and the prices here are off the wall. So uh, do we have somebody, Daryl? Uh, yeah, this is this is Daryl Hoffines with the Palm Beach Daily News. Yes, Daryl. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You know, I love Palm Beach. I've come here for a long time. Uh, but I, you know, the last couple of years, I mean, it's everyone I see is from New York. Okay. Uh, it's it, great. It, it is tell amazing, us, isn't tell it? Tell us what's going on, and the prices here were off the wall. I should have bought last year something, and I would have been ahead of the game. You you would have been ahead of the game. What, what we've seen, Dottie, and and it's it's a story across the nation. But the the coronavirus pandemic obviously jump started the Palm Beach um, economy as far as real estate. Real estate is our biggest industry. Uh, Palm Beach, as you know, is a small island. Uh, there are about uh, nine thousand residential parcels on it, uh, which isn't much. Um, but we've just seen tremendous growth in the real estate market over the past. Um, uh, three years uh, since the coronavirus pandemic uh, started. And that's mainly because, you know, uh, New York and uh, so many parts of New England were hit so hard in the early stages of the pandemic. You'll remember everybody wanted to come to Palm Beach. Uh, We had an we had a new president here. Everybody was aware of Palm Beach. Uh, people who'd never been here were interested. And uh, the tax situation in Florida is remarkable as far Would as you the tell everyone about the tax situation. Would you, because I'm not sure that everybody knows the advantages you have in Florida with taxes. Sure, sure. What happened in 2017 is uh, the U.S. Congress passed a major tax overhaul that just, uh, for all practical purposes, especially among the wealthy, raised uh, uh, tax obligations uh, in uh, uh, in the Northeast and uh, other parts of the country. Uh, you know, Florida uh, does not have a state income tax. Uh, we have uh, uh, favorable tax conditions in other places. We have sales tax and other small fees. Uh, So Palm Beach, our taxes have always been remarkably lower than um, other parts of the country. And and people really took notice. For a lot of people, the coronavirus pandemic and the work at home trend just sort of kicked them off the fence. They may have been thinking about Palm Beach for buying a second home. And instead, what happened is they often ended up here year round or mostly year round over the past three years. And as a result, you can imagine, the, and I'm sure you, uh, you, the sales agents at Douglas Element can certainly attest to how tired they are. The uh, uh, you know the the supply and demand just sort of went bonkers. Uh, people ripped through the supply of condos and houses, and as we know, that when there is limited dema- uh, limited supply. The prices go up, and that's what you were talking about earlier, is the remarkable price escalation in Palm Beach. Uh, uh, properties over the – if you bought a, if you had been lucky enough, Dottie, to have bought your house in, let's say, uh, mid-2020, you probably could sell it now for certainly double what you paid for it and, and likely triple. I know. It's, it's, it's really unbelievable because, you know, I opened up uh, offices for Douglas Sullivan here, so I've been here a lot for the last 15 years, and I've never seen anything, and of course, like this. And I, I, you know, when the pandemic hit New York, uh, I guess, well, that was 220. Well, mm-hmm. when I came here, I might as well, like, everybody was here. Everybody was fleeing to Florida. Okay. You and know, and, and what was really- interesting about that is the people who fled here were 
often uh, younger people, younger adults, young families who were staying with their parents and grandparents. And what they saw once they got here, you know, it's one thing to visit your grandparents or your parents for a week and or or maybe two in the in any normal sort of situation. Sometimes they were staying, you know, six, eight, nine, two months, uh, nine weeks or two months. They saw a side of Palm Beach they'd never seen before. The 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 walks on the beach, the the sunsets over the lake trail, the 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 gorgeous climate during the winter, the uh, beautiful architecture, the um, you know the conversations on the street, the children playing in the street, you know, and and as a result, they realized that when they did the numbers, um, paying for what they were paying for in New York, where they didn't want to be, and I, I know a lot of people now do want to be back in New York, but the, but at that time, Palm Beach looked very very attractive. Uh, as a result, it, uh, there are huge waiting lists now for all of the private schools in in this area in Palm Beach County, uh, and uh, Palm Beach. If you can imagine this, the town council just last month approved its very first preschool on the island uh, because of the, the, the demand has been so high. Yeah. And if you've ever been to Palm Beach, all I can tell you is it feels like a kind of a utopia. It's just very safe and it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. And I think that, you know, when I first started coming to Palm Beach, first it was business. And then I loved it. And it was like, well, yeah, but, you know, not that there are not other great places in Florida, but everyone would say, oh, but it's old. And I'm like, you just said it before. It's not old. It's young. I mean, it's, it, you know, it had this, um, this stigma that it was just old people went mm-hmm. there. It's young. I mean, Palm Beach is young. There's tons of kids. There's tons of activities. And um, I don't, I don't, and it's, it's, it's very easy. I, I just fi- find it a much easier. It, it's easier. And so although people love New York and as, as myself included, I'm a New Yorker, and I would never want to leave New York. But I think a lot of people now are are, are buying, if they can afford it, they're buying, you know, a pierre de terre here, or they're buying maybe a pierre de terre in the city. And because of, you know, the pandemic, that everyone started doing Zoom, and people learned how to work, you know, we don't have to be in the office, and you don't have to be there every day. It makes people very mobile. They can kind of live in a lot of different places. It does. You know, Jonathan Miller, who prepares the sales reports uh, every quarter for Douglas Elliman, uses the term um, second primary homes. And um, that's sort of where we are. A lot of people now maintain two homes that they don't consider one their vacation home. Uh, one may be in Palm Beach, one may be in New York or the Hamptons, and and as a result, it just depends on how, how things work, which one that they're spending time in. You know, when we cover, uh, I, I'm the real estate editor, you know, at the Palm Beach Daily News, uh, which is the shiny sheet. That's what we call it because of the yeah, quality. That's famous, the shiny sheet. Famous. <laughs> right. It's been around, you know, since uh, it's been around since 1897. So, you know, it, it, it and, and Florida uh, has, you know, uh, been around for a long time. But Palm Beach is really only about 110 years old or so uh, as far as the town. But 
we have a lot of history here. We have a lot of vibrancy here. There are cultural opportunities here. They've packed a lot of history into those hundred years. And, and I think people who haven't been to Palm Beach or who saw it for the first time during the news coverage of the Trump administration and uh, or who, you know, maybe visited uh, a few times in the past and have come back lightly are often very surprised, as you say, by the vibrancy of our restaurants, many of the ones uh, from New York now have uh, satellite locations oh, here. Uh, the shopping is, has always been remarkable in Palm Beach on Worth Avenue, but now we have the Royal Poinciana Plaza that's undergone a rebirth, uh, all of the retail district. Do you know right now, Dottie, there is not a storefront to be had in Palm Beach. If you wanted to open up a store, and I, don't, I hope you don't because you're not going to find a, a storefront for rent in Palm Beach right now. No, I know, and it is incredible, and I, I think more and more people show you trends if they can afford to or kind of, you know, mobile, and they're living in more than one place, and it's not a trend that I saw 20 years ago. People maybe came for vacation, or some people came maybe six months, but now I think people... And because people are going back and forth, and again, I think a lot has to do with the fact that you can be flexible because the pandemic taught us all how to work outside of our workplace. So with people not having to be in the offices, you can kind of be anywhere. And so it's a wonderful place, and I, I, I couldn't say enough about it. I, I, I find it very peaceful, beautiful, safe, and clean. And I think you guys have done a great job. I just can't say it enough. I, I think you've done a great job in Florida. Um, I think, uh, I think, matter of fact, I know that I read that the number one visit, the, the number one place of people migrating to, the number one place in the country was Florida. And maybe there was a place in Texas, and maybe it was Austin or someplace that that was second. But it's uh, a big pull, and I'm not saying that people want to leave New York. New Yorkers are New Yorkers. But That's right. It's, it's a great getaway, and people are finding little condos or or rentals or things that they can stay in for a couple of months. And certainly, it's nice to be able to jump back and forth and have a little bit of of, of everything. But I find that when I'm here, I I, I might as well see half of New York. <laughs> well, you, you do, and, and you'll run into, you know, if you're table hopping, chances are you, you, you'll run into three people you know from New York, you know, or more. Um, now, unfortunately, the prices, which escalated a lot, you know, in, in 2019, our sales volume was $1.2 billion. Could and, you do me a favor? Uh, Can you hold that? So I think sure, we're coming up with sure, a break. And I'd love for them to hear about the pricing and what's the best way to go about finding where you'd like to live in Florida. Like, you know, if you haven't really spent some time, you should. Um, We'll be right back after the break, and we'll talk about when you're looking to relocate, what you should do first.
For everything your business needs to make this year your year, Staples has you covered. I need to organize all my papers and files from last year and the year before that. Staples has you covered. I need to clear clutter from my office and my home office and my home. Staples has you covered with everything you need to get organized this year at amazing savings. Right now at Staples, get up to 50% off select file folders, file cabinets, file boxes, and storage bins. Make this year your year at Staples, the working and learning store. Ends 128 in-store only. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. The guests are the greatest on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Professor Alan Dershowitz is on the line. Let me tell you, I want you to be the next mayor of New York. I want you to be in public life. You owe the people of this city your talent, and you've given it to them in many directions, but I think holding public office would be a great contribution to the city. The Arthur Idala Power Hour, every weekday evening at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and we're talking about a little about what the future of real estate is going to be. We're talking about Palm Beach. And um, let me just say this before I I let you go. I always tell people and uh, see if you agree with me. If you've been in Palm Beach before and you've spent time here, then you know what it's like. But for anybody who has never been here before, before you buy something, we suggest you rent something first because you can't compare two weeks of a vacation to what it's like to live in a place. So that you should try to spend some time rent first and spend a a substantial amount of time here and make sure that it's for you. Uh, but people are, you know, I see a lot of my friends flying back and forth because it's not a big flight from New York. And, of course, not New York's not the only place that's coming here. But I think it's a good kind of if, – if you can do both, it's great because, you know, you have all the stuff that goes on in New York and all the great things that go on there. And then when it's really cold out, you can escape to here, and then when it's really hot in the winter, you can go back to New York or the Hamptons. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. And um, the current mortgage rates look like they're going to be around, I don't know, 6 7%, um, which I think I've said on other shows, the average the historical interest rate is 75 so we're kind of like right in the middle. We're not too high, but we're not low. And I don't think you're going to see 3% rates ever again. So um, 
I wouldn't wait for that to happen. Um, what are you seeing happen? I mean, you, I see all these restaurants from New York coming here. So I think you know, New York and Florida are going to kind of be like almost like one. I agree. Uh, you know, for, for years, Palm Beach followed the trends in New York. As New York went, so did the Hamptons, and then so did Palm Beach. And what we've seen is that Palm Beach really has uh, become an equal, if not a leader, in, in some of the trends. Um, you know, with our price escalation here, um, some people are priced out of the market in Palm Beach. Uh, uh, even our condos are higher uh, over the past uh, two or three years. Um, West Palm Beach is just across the uh, way. Uh, we have a lot of growth in West Palm Beach. It's literally across the Oh, my goodness. Waterway. West Palm Beach. And you've been. To me. Uh, Palm Beachers, West old, Palm old Palm Beach Beachers. is coming unto itself. Right? Yeah. Old I mean, Palm West Beachers Palm Beach call. is really shot up. And 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 a lot of those new office buildings that are going up in West Palm Beach are attracting New York and uh, Chicago and, and California-based firms uh, who may uh, either be re- relocating here permanently and need uh, you know places for their executives to live, or uh, they have open second offices. Uh, you were talking about um, <clears throat> renting. Right now, we're oddly enough, it's a strange thing, but we have more rentals on the market than we've had in eight in Palm Beach. One of the reasons really? is that people uh, people uh, the, had such demand over the past uh, two and a half years for rentals. And some of the prices are a little high. I think that people uh, who rent their houses or their condos are going to do a little bit of adjustments. I think there's some aspirational pricing out there. So there may be room for negotiation for someone who does who wants to do just what you suggested, Dottie, which is great advice. Uh, rent a place here. Try it out for the season. And you can still get seasonal rentals, which is a surprise in Palm Beach. Now, there may be some sticker shock if you're not expecting the prices in Palm Beach. But uh, if you um, – uh, once you get over that, you know, it's a, it, it, there are rentals to be had in Palm Beach right now, both houses and condos, which is sort of a nice change. Uh, often – in any other normal January, and nothing's normal over the past three years, we found uh, you couldn't find a you couldn't find a place to rent in January, and now you certainly can. So that's a that's a great option. My other piece of advice is work with a good realtor. Um, so many deals in Palm Beach happen off market. They do not take place in the MLS. Uh, the MLS certainly plays a great role. I'll let you know sort of how things are doing. But if you're looking only at Zillow uh, or, or uh, uh, the MLS to find out what's on the market, you're probably shortchanging yourself. Uh, deals happen every single day in Palm Beach that uh, are, are handled privately. Uh, that's a big part of the Palm Beach scene, privacy, discretion, uh, people, uh, you know, uh, wanting to do things under the radar. And because of the demand, if a good quality property is suddenly being shopped out of the MLS, um, people know about it almost immediately in the real estate community and, and deals can happen very, very quickly. Yeah, and that's so that that's such an important fact because if you're looking for something, you've got to, it's work. You've got to stay on it. And if your realtor says, come and see something, you better go right away because things don't last. So and they don't, especially better quality properties. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that when you're, you have some time, you should 
go to open houses, get to know the market, get to know the inventory. This way, not only that your broker knows, you know, and then stick with it and just keep on looking and something's going to pop up. And there's always some seller that has to move. I mean, there's always things that go on. So, you know, you never know. You know, there's a lot of people that got very good deal because of they they were able, like I knew somebody who had a friend that was trans, somebody they knew that was being transferred to a different state for a job. I think it was Texas. So he had to be there and his family didn't want to be here alone for too long. So they sold the house, you know, not. I stated you couldn't steal it, but it was it was below market. You just have to stay on it. It's work, but it's and, all and that's it. why that's why renting and being here uh, and and monitoring things through your professional is, is is such a good way. You know, one of the things that we've seen in Palm Beach is is investment buying, where people buy thinking, okay, I'll sell it in a year and 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 make double my price. Well, there was a there was a time when that was almost guaranteed. It's not quite as guaranteed now, but what we what we're learning about the market is that. Um, is that if you, is that buying in Palm Beach always holds its value? We've never seen values in Palm Beach go down, and so no matter what the market does, uh, and and while investing in Palm Beach is a great thing, as you put it, life goes on. Well, what are the main reasons that people sell their houses? Well, they become empty nesters. Uh, they Perhaps they pass away and their children sell the house. They divorce. Uh, they need something bigger because they're growing their family. All those things are still going on in Palm Beach. So it's not just about buying a, a real estate investment. It's buying a home, you know. It's true, and I think that what stops some people, and that's why you just can't get caught up with what, what you know, what you read as headlines. I mean, I've read headlines that say consumer concerns about rising rates, inflation, a potential mm-hmm. recession are manifesting in softening of demand. Now, of course, the people are saying, oh, we're going to have a recession. We're going to have this. This is not going to be good. Um, again, they're just forecasting. My forecast is that we might have the beginning of 23 is kind of probably going to resemble 22. Um, but I think, you know, when we get through the maybe the middle of 23, getting closer to 24, we're going to start being into a, a very normal market again. We're just really coming out of the pandemic. And I think Absol- the pandemic absolutely. has changed us. And it's changed and, everyone. It's made, it's made right. us all different, I think. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I never came to Florida. I came to Florida on business. I never stayed here a month or two or three. And then in 2020, when New York was really bad, I mm. came here and I was going to go back and said, why are you going to go back? Everything's closed there. And if you want to eat out, you're going to have to eat out in 20 degree weather. I said, right. Yeah, you're right. So I'm staying. And then I got used to it. So I, I have to say, I love New York. I love Florida. I think, Really hats off to you guys. You've done a wonderful job in this state, and uh, it shows. And I see the restaurants and the development. It's just it's just unbelievable. And it's and really Beach, uh, one thing too. One thing. One last thing about Palm Beach. It's it's run by a very good group of people. Uh, we have a great town council that pays attention to things. It's a conservative uh, fiscal town council. Uh, they they have lots of money to spend, but they don't spend it uh, in crazy ways. And also, 
the, the, the population here tends to be educated and sophisticated and wealthy. And so they, you, you, don't, you don't become those things without uh, being sh- sharp and savvy and, uh, uh, and watching how your town does. And so that's what one of the things. Palm Beach runs itself very, very right. well. And that's, and that's a good thing. And plus, we have an airport that's literally 15 miles away from oh. almost uh, – 15 minutes away from almost anywhere. What a breeze. So be, the airport is a breeze. I mean, it's yeah, like you can the be, best it airport. It takes sometimes longer to get from Manhattan to the Hamptons than it does to get from Palm Beach to New York. Yeah, it's just the best airport. It's so easy, and it's just great. And, um, you know, actually, I have to tell you a funny story. I got a call from the airport in West Palm, and they said, oh, you have a packet, you have a luggage here. And I said, really? I said, I think I, I took all my luggage. And they said, no, you probably didn't. And you know what? I didn't even realize that I left a piece of luggage at the airport, and you know they called me every. They called me like for like almost a couple of days, and then they said, "Okay, we won't send it back. We'll wait till you're ready, and you can come and pick it up." And so they were very accommodating. I mean, I well, find you, everyone you, you, and everyone is nice. You know, I and let me tell I, you, I, and I'll I, tell you about that. I, there's a reason. They say hello. People say hello. How are you yep. doing? The cars stop when you're walking across the street. It's kind mm-hmm. of very special. Well, we're we're used to welcoming visitors. You know, Palm Beach and Florida in general have always welcomed visitors. That's how we've made our bread and butter. And um, as a result, it's a it's it's ingrained in us. You know, and sometimes we grumble about it, especially when the traffic is intense during the winter months. But we we are used to welcoming visitors. We appreciate them being here, um, and we're uh, happy when they buy. <laughs> And also, if you if you can't, you know, when you hear Palm Beach, you right away think big dollar signs. If you can't afford Palm Beach, there are so many areas that are so Absolutely. close to it, oh, that are right there, that you can really find some much better, you know, some much cheaper properties in great areas that are close enough to really come to Palm Beach anytime you want. And that's why, again, working with that realtor makes sense. Uh, find someone who really knows this market, because if you don't know this market, the stumbling blind is not the way to is not is not to, to not the way to find something affordable. Yes, listen. I want to wish you a great new year, and I want to tell you I hope that you'll come back on again uh, and keep us posted on everything that's going on here. Well, I appreciate the invitation. It's been a pleasure, Dottie. Thank you so much for having. Likewise. Have a great weekend. And we're signing off, and we'll be back next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Love you all. The preceding hour of programming paid for by DTHY Realty Incorporated. Portions of Eye on Real Estate, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.